pozdrav slušateljima i gledateljima. Dobrodošli u INA podcast. INA je prošlog tjedna objavila rezultate poslovanja za 2020. godinu, iz kojih je vidljivo da virus nije prijetio samo našem zdravlju, već i poslovanju. Danas je sa mnom glavni financijski direktor INE, gospodin Gabor Horvat, s kojim ćemo prokomentirati malo razdoblje iza nas, ali i ono što slijedi, što je ispred INE. Hello Gabor, welcome to the show. Dobar dan, hello to everybody. Ah, Croatia. <laughs> Do you speak Croatian? Da, 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 malo. Razumijem puno, ali boje je ako govorimo na engleski danas, mislim. Ah, great, great. We <laughs> are all better off talking still in English. Uh, it's been a challenging year. How are you? Yeah, thanks very well, actually. The sun is shining, spring is coming, so we have the reason for the optimism. But out of joke, if you ask me as a CFO, I think probably also much better than, uh, than a year ago. You know, the oil price now is above 60 and gas price above 15 euro per megawatt. That's pretty much a better situation uh, than a year ago. Fragile, but, uh, but much better. In the numbers in uh, 2020 are not so great as in previous year, but uh, it was expected somehow because of uh, pandemic, uh, energy industry was uh, hit severely. Uh, what were the main reasons for that? Yeah, I mean, uh, we all know and those who follow uh, our reports, you see that uh, the financial results last year uh, were not among the best uh, in the past years. I would highlight uh, three uh, main uh, impacts uh, that, uh, that uh, hit our financials uh, last year. Firstly, probably all of us followed uh, on a daily basis uh, last year that the prices of uh, oil and gas fell very significantly. And, uh, you know, that's our uh, sales revenue. So naturally, we uh, could make uh, much less uh, profit in uh, such environment. And that's visible on the results. Secondly, We also, had, uh, we also have a significant uh, inventory in the refining and marketing. That's a natural you know, part of our uh, processing and, uh, and the operation in that business. And since the prices fall, uh, the value of that inventory uh, also goes down. That might be temporary if later on it comes back, uh, but that caused a second significant uh, impact last year on our results. And third, I think we, if to highlight the uh, biggest impacts, uh, that was about uh, impairment of uh, assets, uh, where we recorded uh, last year uh, half billion uh, kuna impairment. That partially relates uh, to CSOC assets, which uh, has nothing to do with the uh, crisis uh, last year. That was a step in the transformation of the uh, segment. Uh, the Uh, the transformation of CSOC into uh, alternative industrial operations. Uh, but uh, there was also a part uh, impacted by the crisis uh, that mo- mainly relates to our drilling services in Crosco, uh, where unfortunately uh, also on the middle on and longer run, uh, the outlook for, for oil drilling is, uh, is uh, worse. And the crisis in energy sector started even before the pandemic uh, situation with OPEC also infected. Yes, I think uh, uh, we were in certain way uh, an unprecedented industry because uh, two parallel impacts happened. Uh, one, that the demand dropped. You know, people uh, with the pandemic and the COVID uh, were kind of forced to lock down and uh, uh, less traveling. And in that sense, uh, the demand uh, for the products that we produce fell down. And what you mentioned, there was a kind of, uh, with parallel timing, another important event. 
that the uh, big uh, oil producers went into a price war, uh, which pushed down uh, the brand price, which is kind of, if I simplify, the sales, uh, driver of our sales revenue uh, for the company. And in the past, we had several you know, economic crises, but it, it didn't really happen that the two things, uh, the demand and the price, collapsed at the same time. Now we could sell less and for a lower uh, money. That, that was really uh, uh, the big hit. Uh, in our reacted promptly in uh, such extreme uh, external environment, uh, can you tell me more uh, what uh, has been done? Yeah, look, uh, when you see that uh, you are selling less and you are selling it cheaper, uh, that's very clear, it was very clear from the beginning that uh, we have much less revenue. And uh, this happened, the situation last year, February, March, April, just a few months after uh, we made a commitment uh, to a very important and necessary uh, investment. Uh, this is the Riaca delayed cocker investment in our Riaca refinery which transforms uh, this business in the next years into a sustainable and profitable uh, business. And uh, that investment has a very uh, big uh, capex need, investment need. So we uh, had to make sure uh, that we can secure the money for this investment. We reacted immediately. And uh, if you don't have a cash inflow, uh, what you should do, you reduce your cash outflow. Uh, the two main things are uh, practically the investments. We immediately uh, revised uh, the, the investment plan for last year, focusing on the uh, most value-adding and critical investments uh, to continue. But we reduced the initial uh, investment plan uh, significantly. And on the other side, we also uh, had to touch uh, the operating costs uh, because that delivers a kind of a sustainable saving uh, for the uh, longer period and uh, we reduced uh, uh, there also the cash out. Yeah, so uh, despite crisis, it, uh, it is not all doom and gloom. Uh, there are also positive uh, sides. Uh, for example, uh, INA invested uh, 1.2 billion kunas uh, last year. Uh, you said a little bit about an investment project, but uh, uh, what I would like to know, uh, how INA stands, uh, does company have uh, uh, necessary money for such investment, as you said, in the residue upgrade project in Rieka refinery or investments in upstream? Yeah, as I said, uh, also last year when we revised the investment plans, uh, we, we kept uh, focus on those important things uh, which will deliver uh, the, the value for the company on the long run. In all businesses, we continued critical investments. In upstream, uh, we continued exploration in Croatia. Uh, we also uh, drilled offshore. Uh, and uh, in the downstream, in refinery, in Rieka, we handed over uh, the propane propylene splitter unit for operation in retail, even if with a somewhat smaller speed for a temporary period, but we continued with the critical uh, investments in the network and opened a lot of additional fresh corners. Uh, you know Vukova Gorica, the restaurant, so a couple of key important uh, projects continued. And uh, we also made sure, as you asked, that the most important project, the RIECA uh, investment in the residue upgrade uh, can continue. Uh, we, thanks to the measures that we did last year, actually uh, we remained uh, financially uh, very strong. Uh, actually, even FINA just recently, a month or two ago, confirmed uh, INA as uh, the financially most stable uh, company in the country, which is a very clear external feedback uh, that we are on the right track uh, with our uh, business operation. 
and uh, yeah we do have uh, clearly the uh, financial means to to continue uh, the execution of this investment in Riaka. so let's look at the result a little bit closer uh, which business is the winner in 2020 and uh, who was hit uh, the most with the crisis yeah. Look, uh, last year, uh, clearly retail uh, segment was the uh, star of the year. Uh, but that unfortunately came in a sense that, uh, that uh, upstream was hit. Uh, so that was a, it's like, you know, if uh, in a competition you have uh, the, the, your best sportman and that gets injured. And uh, that was now upstream because the uh, prices fell, you know, the oil and gas prices. And then, you know, the sportman cannot run that fast. Obviously, the second one will be the winner. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, that uh, the retail performance in that sense was not extraordinary, but, uh, but uh, you know, the main uh, fact was that uh, upstream uh, was uh, very seriously hit by the impact. Imagine that, you know, we had months last spring then when the cash flow that upstream made was just 10% uh, what they used to make uh, uh, previously. And even if you look at upstream on the annual level, uh, the cash flow, the positive cash flow, it was still positive, but the cash flow that the segment had is just one third of the volume that we had uh, in the previous years. Hopefully that will change this year and in the forthcoming years as prices normalize. But uh, on the other side, the winner uh, from, uh, from financial or cash flow perspective was clearly retail. Uh, they really delivered a much better uh, uh, EBITDA, which is uh, describing the cash generation, uh, both compared to the previous year or compared to the business plan. So very, very good uh, performance, uh, despite, you know, the lockdown and the pandemic. And uh, also there with the uh, very much uh, focused investment plan, uh, we, could, uh, we could secure uh, good cash generation. Uh, you mentioned that uh, INA won uh, Golden Duanza. Uh, so how INA stands in relation with other big companies in Croatia? Look, very difficult to compare uh, because uh, we don't have uh, another similar energy company like uh, INA. They are all in different uh, industries and uh, they are impacted by the crisis uh, differently. Uh, the electricity generation or telecommunication or food industry uh, they have a very different uh, environment in the, in the pandemic and the economic crisis. Unfortunately, our industry, uh, the energy industry, was the most severely hit. There is uh, uh, still the hospitality and the, uh, and the tourism, which is very uh, strongly and negatively affected in the uh, Croatian uh, economy. But besides that, us as an energy industry are, are hit the most difficult to compare. But again, if we come back, uh, I think the fact uh, that uh, we are confirmed as uh, the most stable company clearly shows that uh, despite the additional challenges that we had, uh, we are standing well. You mentioned uh, already something about oil price, uh, uh, but uh, are there any other indications uh, when the industry could uh, recover and maybe reach uh, pre-crisis levels? Uh, in terms of uh, pre-crisis levels, uh, if you read the international uh, uh, analysts uh, and, uh, and uh, indications, probably we will not return uh, to the situation of the industry uh, like before this crisis. Uh, the oil prices and the gas prices uh, might still go up uh, to the previous level, especially that in the last year or two the 
the last year the in industry invested uh, less uh, than usual so that can increase the, e push the prices up but in terms of demand uh, probably uh, we will never return to the track of the uh, pre-crisis uh, level and and that's also because uh, this pandemic uh, made uh, i think uh, not just people generally but also regulators countries realize that uh, the 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 green uh, focus you know the co2 emissions the climate uh, related issues have to be much more aggressively tackled and we do expect that that will impact our industry uh, what can ina do about the challenges uh, of a uh, green transition we can do a lot uh, we are an energy company uh, and we have to transform in line uh, with the with the circumstances Uh, we already years ago identified in Sisak, I talked earlier about the transformation of uh, that site uh, for alternative uh, industrial operation. We identified uh, the uh, biorefinery as, uh, as a potential uh, investment which we are pursuing and, uh, and we are uh, exploring. We already submitted uh, our business case uh, for approval and this is a strategic project already on the level of uh, Croatia for the country. So uh, that's a clear big uh, project that after the real start uh, delayed poker can come as a next uh, uh, important investment in the segment and already uh, pointing into the green transformation. But besides that, uh, we are working on uh, several further uh, green initiatives. We have the uh, investment case worked out for solar panel investment at two locations. And if uh, the regulatory environment uh, uh, will be uh, will be supportive and ready, uh, we are also ready to go ahead with that investment. And uh, we are other exploring also uh, you know, other options. For example, we have the offshore platforms uh, on the northern Adriatic, and uh, we are planning to uh, measure uh, there in the next one year the the uh, circumstances of the wind. And if uh, that uh, confirms a business case, we might also uh, implement a wind farm uh, on the on the platforms in the future. So there are several ideas uh, already today uh, being developed uh, in the direction of this green transformation. Uh, maybe a few words about uh, hydrogen. Uh, can hydrogen be game changer in INA or in the European Union? That's a longer shot. Uh, commercially, uh, to, uh, to prove in uh, big volume the uh, hydrogen, uh, that uh, the industry still has to uh, work out. The big volume, cost-efficient transportation of uh, hydrogen from one place to the other, uh, just to name uh, one of the many challenges, are uh, still uh, to be tackled. But uh, yeah, we should explore and we should keep our eyes on that uh, direction as well if it, uh, if it uh, evolves. Many times I saw you that you are cycling uh, to the work or uh, uh, from work to home. Uh, is this a part of your personal uh, green <laughs> transition? That, that's a question at the right moment because actually just this morning as the weather outside is getting better, I was thinking that uh, I, I, it's time to sit again on the bike. I have to admit uh, that in the winter months uh, I didn't cycle, but from spring to the autumn I, I do also to the workplace and also privately uh, after work. Wouldn't probably say it's my commitment to the green transformation. It's more probably to my to my health. Uh, just you know, we are sitting the whole day in the office, and yeah. it's good in the morning and afternoon to have a 
even if it's short, uh, but uh, short. Uh, Maybe activity. for re releasing uh, from the stress, mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to be a CFO. It was hard to be a CFO in 2020 uh, in oil in industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's probably true, but I like uh, challenges and I enjoyed it a lot. Ah, look, uh, uh, I, in this lockdown or, you know, this limited uh, traveling and movement with the, with the COVID, uh, actually I spend uh, much more time, you know, in a smaller circle at home in the family and, uh, and I relax probably in two ways. I have a kid, a small kid, and uh, there are two parts of the day. One is when uh, she is still not sleeping and the other when she is, and I like really playing with her. And uh, when, when she sleeps, actually, I realize that I'm reading much more than, than earlier and uh, all kind of professional private interest. Uh, I, I, I take the positive uh, side of this uh, uh, semi-lockdown, you know, and uh, that's how I uh, release the uh, stress and uh, refocus myself. Uh, so the next question is uh, tricky, so be careful. Uh, <laughs> Do you like to cook more? Because a little bird told me that you are in love in uh, Mediterranean cuisine uh, or to play with uh, Lego blocks. Yeah, it's a tricky question, thanks. <laughs> uh, well, probably I like both because I'm doing, uh, but if I need to change, uh, choose, then probably I choose the Lego because uh, uh, there's still a, you know, a game with, uh, with, with my kid and naturally I'm playing with uh, her every day and it's, you know, two, two people playing together, it's always fun. Yeah, but I do cook as well, uh, probably every, every weekend when we are at home, uh, I spend mornings with uh, preparing lunch. Uh, maybe you can tell us how, with how many pieces of uh, Lego blocks uh, uh, you are having uh, some kind of score, maybe, or something like that. Uh, no idea, <laughs> probably hundreds or thousands. Uh, I don't know. We are still at the Lego Duplo, you know, for which it's easier uh, to build. Uh, but uh, the competition goes at uh, how big the uh, tower is. It should be bigger than my daughter or bigger than me. So it's naturally uh, big constructions being built. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Then, then, then our construction are falling down when they are bigger than Yeah, that. <laughs> that's the biggest fun to destroy and then to rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody who has kids, I think, is in the same shoes. Yeah. Uh, we are in Fresh Corner. You said uh, something yeah. about Fresh Corner. Uh, do you drink coffee? Maybe do you have some uh, product uh, to suggest us? Yeah, actually, in the fresh corner, what I uh, like here in, in our building is uh, the offer of the hot food, uh, because that's a really good alternative for, for having the lunch in the canteen. You know, if, uh, if I don't have time or, or I prefer the selection, then, you know, hot dogs or a slice of pizza uh, might not be the, probably the, the healthiest product, but uh, time to time, I think it's a very good uh, fit to the schedule of the day. So I, I really enjoy the broadening, uh, you know, selection of the products and I'm a frequent uh, visitor here. Gabor, thank you for being my guest uh, today. It was a pleasant to speak with you as always. Thanks, Josip. Hvala. Dragi slušatelji, dragi gledatelji, evo stigli smo do kraja novog podcasta. Pratite nas na YouTube kanalu, šerajte nas, vidimo se sljedeći put. Pozdrav!